Marlon Brando's? I'm sorry. No, Al, Al Pacino's. Really? Because he got they punched. Oh. Oh, in the movie. I thought, like... Oh. So I, yeah. No, not... not I thought he was a talking little kid. He's got a robot face. Bell. <laughs> yeah. Good people who have traveled from villages near and far, lend me your ears. Hello? Hello? Anybody home? What's up, Miss Tasty? What's up, what's up? Hi there, nice to see you. Bumblebee tuna? Bumblebee tuna! Hello, West Man Tooth. Hello, evening news team. You are now listening to another edition of the Nothing But Real Reviews and More podcast. Welcome to the Goody Room. Their ability to open is f***ing heroic. And now, with your permission, I'm going to do my stuff. What are you going to do? I'm going to do the best I can. Thank you for listening, everybody. This is, yet again, another edition of Nothing But Real Reviews and More. The crowd goes wild. <sighs> ah. uh. <laughs> Whoa, why were you booing? There's always an away he's, team fan. Yeah, I was a, he's the oh, away team. Okay. <laughs> that makes sense. Thanks for joining us, everybody. My name is Mike Lucas. I am your host for this evening, day, morning, whatever you're listening, really. This time. Yeah, at this point in time right now. I am your host, Mike Lucas. Joining me, John Lucas. Say hi to the people. Hi to the people. Aaron Connick can say hi. Hi. And Matt McNeil. Hello. We are reviewing movies today. Like, only today. Only today. Yeah, never, never again. Never, yeah. Okay, so we'll see how it goes. It's new for us. So. Yeah, this is our final episode. <laughs> Wait, no, it's not. That's a lie. This is not our final episode. It's our final episode today. Sort of. Sure. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, we got a great show for you guys. We're going to get into uh, actually retouch on the movies coming to theaters and onto DVDs this week. Uh, we have a gem of the week for you, as well as a review of the Godfather. I had Perfect. to say it like that. That was a really bad Marlon Brando. That was actually, I was like, that was actually more understandable than half the movie. Thank you. That's why I said it like <laughs> yeah. that because <laughs> there was a point where he literally went on a rant like that. Yeah. Um, so, uh huh, uh huh. So uh, to kick things off, um, Aaron, do you want to hit us with uh, what do you got? Theaters? Yes. Okay. Just uh, retouch on some of the main ones because we, we uh, hit them on our Monday okay. show. So. The ones that people are looking forward to not necessarily look good. One is the Divergent series. That's a the Hunger Games number five. Poop stain in theaters near you. Yeah. Uh, I don't How know do why. How do you really feel about that? Well, one. it looks. I didn't know who was actually in this. I'm looking at it now. Nobody. Miles Teller and Shailene Woodley are talented. Yeah. It's just but more it's just garbage. A, just YA another, yeah. books turned into movies. Like preteen. Oh, I, I know what it is. I'm just asking yeah. how we really. It's felt. like, it's like everything after Harry Potter just exploded because yep, exactly. they're like, books can be turned into movies. What? what Which books thought? are Walmart selling to young kids? <laughs> Let's make that yeah. a movie. <laughs> I know Barnes and Noble just went out of. Uh, uh, didn't they file for bankruptcy? Was it Barnes and Nobles? No, I mean, that's no. Borders. Borders. Borders just filed for bankruptcy. What books? Aren't they selling? We'll just. Did you those. say they just filed for yeah, like years like, ago? Yeah, yeah. You're like they five went, years late of, on that one. <laughs> they went okay, out of so, business a while uh, ago. Anyways, the next, yeah. the the big one I'm really looking forward to is Midnight Special. It's a sci-fi movie directed by the same guy that did Mud. Uh, he also did. Uh, what else did he? Oh, do? he did. Uh, I like that uh-huh. movie. That's yeah, a did. great. Take Shelter was the other one I like that I've seen. I have no idea Anyways, what those are. I mean, I know uh, what mud is. We again, mud. it's Michael Shannon. Is there actually a movie called? Uh, I'm, I'm sure I'm out there somewhere. Genuinely curious now. It's probably some indie film. Uh, so Michael Shannon's in it. Go on. Yeah, Aaron. Michael Shannon's in. It. He's in every Jeff Nichols movie. Uh, Joel Edgerton is in it. Uh, that's pretty much it. Um, Kylo Ren's in it. Yeah, Donald Driver. D- yeah, Donald Donald Driver. Driver. <laughs> I, was, I was actually legitimately <laughs> Adam Driver Kylo is Ren. in it. Uh, and then the other big one I guess kind of big is the program uh, starring Ben Foster no about no, Lance no. Armstrong I've n- n- never Ben Foster's mm. like a B-movie actor he's like oh, the greatest he, B-movie actor right. ever but I will never I'm not gonna say I'm not interested yeah. I'm, I'm saying this is one that people will okay. kind of so, see I'm not interested in see we know all there is to know about Lance Armstrong because it, it was so recent and it's just kind of a who right. cares right now at this point? In right. summary, there's really nothing good coming to theaters this week. Midnight Special. Midnight uh, Special does look good. Does looks look great. Good. And Jeff Nichols is always good. I haven't even seen any trailers for it, like at all, anywhere. So, maybe that's your so fault. So then how are you saying, ugh, if oh. you had know nothing about it? Uh, it wasn't an uh in disgust. It was an uhs, and I don't think 
anybody other than you is excited for this I movie. fart in your general direction. Oh, one of those. Okay. <laughs> anyway, uh, what about DVDs this week, Aaron? What do you um, got? Obviously, the first and foremost is Alvin and the Chipmunk, the road <laughs> Stop chip. Stop it. Excellent. Uh, followed by a few Oscar-nominated movies. Yeah, who cares about those, <laughs> right? Uh, the Big Short, Brooklyn, and Carol come out to DVD. Those are all Oscar-nominated. Never heard of them. Right. Go on. Uh, <laughs> Game of Thrones, the fifth season. A lot of people are looking forward to that, I'm sure. And that's uh, the Green Inferno was a, a bad horror movie that yeah. maybe some people, but yeah, uh, yeah. Okay. That's it. Yeah. And we touched on those uh, more, more better in our Monday show. So more better, more better. If you want to go uh, listen to those, uh, listen to us talk about them, just check out that show. So moving on. I mean, anything else you guys want to add? No, perfect. Moving on. <laughs> Gem of the <laughs> I had something. Oh, did you? I, did you actually? Oh, I, I was like, man, I feel bad now, but no, I totally don't. Uh, dope. Gem of the week. Dope. So this was uh, requested for us to be um, reviewed by. No, us for t- review. Whoa, Yoda. Yeah. Whoa, stop. Are you having a stroke, Mike? <laughs> <laughs> it was requested uh, for yes. us to review. Excellent. Boy, you said it. Uh, and so I was like, you know, I don't think we're going to get around for this for a while because, I mean, this list is growing. And uh, basically, we just kind of vote pre-show on what we want to review the next week. And so I kind of forced them into the straight out of Compton this week. So I figured Dope would get pushed down a little bit. So I went and watched it anyway. And I was surprised. Uh, dope is a movie from 2015. Uh, it's got a 7.3 on IMDb. It's about an hour and 45 minutes long. Um, it's rated R. And I didn't know that. I thought it was PG-13 when I went into it. And I was like, wow, there are way too many boobies in here for this Whoa. to be <laughs> PG-13. <laughs> um, and, you know, I thought I thought uh, dope. It was like the slang term, like, oh, man, that's dope. Like, that kickflip was dope. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody says that anymore. I, well, it's a, he's like going back to the 90s. Like, this kid's obsessed with the 90s in the movie. Um, but it actually has a dual meaning in the movie uh, where – He's slinging dope, like oh, literal clever. drugs. Yeah, and I didn't even think about that because I didn't watch the trailer, didn't didn't do any previews. So you before. see the word dope, and, and you don't immediately think of drugs. Yeah, weird. Yeah, well, anyway, your nineties. You showing. think that is, is that flips dope? <laughs> <laughs> is that the guy from Workaholics in there? It is. Blake is in it. I love Workaholics. Uh, he's he's only got a, a minor problem. He's got the big afro, reddish hair. Um, but let me read you guys a synopsis. Life changes for Malcolm, a geek who's surviving life in a tough neighborhood after a chance invitation to an underground party leads him and his friends into a Los Angeles adventure. Now, Malcolm in the movie is a, it's a really smart Wait, wait, kid. wait. wait, wait. Yes. So you're telling me that slinging drugs is a Los Angeles adventure? <laughs> Okay, let me get in. Highest caliber, John. Come on. I'm just trying to get this straight here. I was just going to address that point. Malcolm in the movie is a really smart kid. I believe he's applying for um, Harvard. He's a really intelligent kid. He's trying to get into Harvard, um, and it's. But the movie kind of takes like a super bad turn where they try to have some fun, and then everything just escalates. But in Super Bad, I felt like the move. The kids in the movie were just pieces of garbage. Like they were dumb kids. It was just awful. They were yeah, like they they were rapscallions. You know, I suppose that's the right word. But uh, Malcolm and his friends in these have movies. Is even a real su- word? I say, have you rap been reading scallions? your thesaurus again, Mike? No, that's a real word. <laughs> you say rap scallions? Like oh. seafood that wraps. <laughs> <laughs> scallion is missing... not a seafood, isn't it? Like an onion or something? I don't know what a scallion is. <laughs> <laughs> scallion is I, I believe it's some kind of vegetable. It's an onion. <laughs> it's an onion or something. Point is, so, like, the, Malcolm's trying to be a good kid, but these bad circumstances keep, uh, like, getting in his way and I, I thought this movie was done really well um, so it's worth a watch there's not a whole lot of big names in it uh, and I actually I don't think the director has done anything else um, it was directed and written by Rick Famuia <clears throat> I got nothing I don't know who that is uh, he looks like he is else he, he else did he also did The Wood Brown Sugar Our Family Wedding uh, nothing that I am familiar with. Um, but the biggest name um, in the movie is Blake from Workaholics, as we mentioned, and uh, ASAP Rocky, the rapper. Ah. Uh, you know, and, and they don't play major parts in the movie, so that's kind of not very well known casting. Uh, 
but it was very very well done. So uh, the movie what's to the, watch. What's the budget on this movie? It sounds like a, a very made with small budget. Yeah. Um, hundred dollars out of his wallet, probably seven hundred thousand dollars. So super wow. low budget. Super low budget. Didn't even break the million barrier. No, it, it grossed um, seventeen million. And like okay. like I said, it was so it made a few dollars. Yeah, <laughs> a few, a few. So we can expect dope two, dope three. No, I doper and dopest. They're gonna keep singing dope <laughs> too. Out dope to too furious. <laughs> God, I hope not because they, they did it right. It, the, it was a very beautiful movie, and they it was a good story. They did it right. So uh, look for us to be reviewing that sometime in the future. Uh, like I said, this, the list of uh, requests are growing. Um, but yeah, are you guys excited about this movie? I mean, dope or dope? It doesn't sound like something I would normally watch. Okay. And that's I honestly think you might like it, though, because it's it's got a good storyline. But you might be a little out of touch. I, I got to admit, I kind of I kind of zoned out a little bit when you were telling us what it was about. So dope. <laughs> it's about dope. That's, yeah, it's dope. That, 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 dope. that's what I'm thinking. Okay. Anyway, so, uh, you know, I'm going to take this time to uh, plug some social media. Um, if you want us to request a movie, um, like our friend Why Brian would we does, request a movie? Art to review. Oh, they they request, not us requesting. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Semantics. Are are you sure you're not stroking here, Mike? <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> hold hold your arms out in front of you. Make sure that they're even. Is your speech? I'm good. Is your speech I'm impaired? Good. My chest doesn't hurt. I'm not having a heart attack. Uh, anyway, lethargicmedia at gmail.com. Send us an email. Uh, just get a, even post it on our Facebook page, facebook.com backslash nothing but real reviews and more. Um, just get a hold of us. We have people have re- requested multiple movies, so just you know, send us something. Uh, Terminator Two's on the list. Collateral's on the list. Uh, Mars Attacks. The Rear Are we window. talking? Wait, and Collateral, we, the uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger one. Yes. We we oh, should God. mention <laughs> uh, since Mike just brought up Collateral, you don't have to request good movies. Yes. Yeah. Sharknado's wait, wait, on the wait, list. Wait, 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 we we wait, will wait, literally wait, wait, watch isn't, anything isn't you tell us. Isn't that Arnold's movie called Collateral Damage? Isn't Collateral the the uh, Jamie Fox Tom Cruise movie? Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Good call. Good call. I don't know. I was just collateral. And I wrote it down. Either way. Oh, really? Uh, because if it's the Jamie Foxx Tom it Cruise one, it is. Oh. That's collateral. Yeah. That's that's Michael Mann, the director. He's really good. I like that yeah. movie. Anyway, so Thank get God. a hold of us. Send us an email. Um, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, so, moving forward. Wait. I was actually watching Collateral Damage on a Schwarzenegger one oh, just last week, and I had to turn it off. It was just that bad. Stop. But you're our 90s action yeah. lover. Yeah. <laughs> Shane's not here, so you have to be it. Oh, yeah. I, I got that I got that genre held <laughs> down. Don't worry. Perfect. Okay. Uh, so moving on. The Godfather. Uh, the film is from 1972. It's directed by Francis Ford Coppola. Uh, cinematography by Gordon Willis. Um, starred a lot of big names. I didn't recognize anybody because this movie's 45 <laughs> years old. Like, every is, time I mentioned old. it, we, I watched this with Michael. Every time I mentioned an actor, he's like, Oh my god, that's who that is? <laughs> I was like, Al Pacino, that's not Al Pacino. No, he, said, he said, which one does Al Pacino play? Uh, the guy they've been showing for the last hour and the a half. The guy who looks like Al Pacino, Mike. Yeah, no, he doesn't, though. Because like I've seen... He's just young. The last time I saw Al Pacino, he was a black guy in Tropic Thunder. Oh my god. Has anyone seen Tropic Thunder? Yes. I think you've made all of us watch that. And it's a great movie. It's probably... I'm not. You know, <laughs> ten out of ten, Mike. Ten out of ten. Close, <laughs> close. I mean, there's a lot so, of swearing. Uh, how many of these? Na- what are all the names you didn't recognize? Um, all of them, probably. I'm sure. <laughs> Sterling <laughs> Hayden. Said you're uncultured. Uh, Richard Castel Castellon. You know, let's just run through the names. Marlon Brando as Don Vito Corleone. Al Pacino as Michael Corleone. Robert Duvall as Tom Hagen. John Marley as Jack Waltz. It's not a. He doesn't play a big part in it though. Um, Al Lettieri as Salazzo. Diane Keaton as Kay Adams. Richard Conti as Barzini. Sterling Hayden as Captain Klusky. and Richard S. Castiano as Clemenza. There was another name. James Conn was Sonny. Yes. Yes. Right. Yes. Yeah. Wait, we I'm didn't sorry. have enough space to <laughs> get okay. his name. James Conn. Like Star Trek. Uh, he would have been uh, probably the first person I would have looked to for Khan uh, in Wrath of Khan. <sighs> All right. Um, so, <laughs> you really uh, need to get that crickets soundboard. <laughs> yeah. Synopsis of the film is the aging patriarch of an organized crime dynasty transfers control of his clandestine empire to his reluctant son. He got an, uh, an rating of 9.2 on IMDb's and 99 
percent of critics uh, thought it was above average on uh, Rotten Tomatoes, and 98% of audience thought the same. They gave it uh, 9.2 from the critics and 8.8 from the audience. So, whoa, setting the bar high. Yes. Yeah, I should point out that this movie is unfairly number two on IMDb's top 200 behind Shawshank Redemption. Okay. Right. So, tell us why you picked this and why you like it. Exactly. (laughs) Uh, I picked it because this movie is a work of art, and it's perfect, and I love it. I mean, technically... Hitler was a painter, so his works of art were still... Whoa, whoa, uh, whoa. He was actually a really good painter, and if he would have done that instead of becoming a dictator, uh, history would be a lot different. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Matt. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, every film is technically a work of art. You're yes, saying it's this, like the this, Mona Lisa. You can't argue against how good the movie is from a technical aspect, and it is a piece of art f- looking at it that way. But there are problems with it. I wouldn't even glaring say. problems. Okay. 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 You're so, wrong. But hang on. I respect no. your opinion, <laughs> Johnny. Uh, what were your first initial thoughts of the film? I had to go back and turn subtitles on I, because you couldn't understand. I could not understand uh, a thing Marlon Brando said. <laughs> I would not rather a have dang had thing. Bane. Yeah. See, yeah. I would. Uh, I, I disagree. I understood. Yeah, you were watching it at the same house I had on seventy eight. Yeah, no, and I, uh, three out of ten lines of his I could maybe understand. Like, yeah. well, you might need to clean your ears out. Johnny. No, because it was literally like, <clears throat> yeah, it's going to be. I sound more like Rocky. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, I had a Rocky. Sylvester I went into the movie. Uh, fun fact: Stallone actually did audition. Uh, he did <laughs> yes. not get the part though. <laughs> That's so great. Also, Elvis uh, auditioned for the part of Don Corleone. And did not get the part. Uh, that well, would have been terrible. I, I, I would have actually liked to have seen that. That, that would have been pretty hilarious. Oh, well, yeah. I want to make oh, him yeah. an offer. You can't refuse. <laughs> <laughs> let's, get, let's get back on track. Aaron, what were you saying? I was saying that I went into the movie expecting to have trouble understanding some of it, but didn't have trouble with any, really any of it. Okay. Okay. Uh, quick question. How many, am I the only one who's seen this movie before? No, I have. Okay. I have not and seen I, it. Uh, this is also my first time. I'll be honest. I like number two more than this, just because I I would much rather watch De Niro act than anybody in this first one. Hmm. But I still do like this one okay. to an extent. Um, so I thought it was a very beautiful movie. The the shots were composed excellent in many cases. Sometimes not so great, but ninety five percent of the time it was a very beautiful movie. The lighting, oh, I hated. Because it was a dark movie, like not. I think wise. I think that worked well for it. Though. You think? Yeah, it set a nice dark tone when it needed to. I don't. I, it, but then at the very beginning, during the wedding, like the iris was all blown out, and it was like bright white in because many things many cases. were happy, and it was public, and it was it but, was a way that they were, you know, trying to give you the mood. I think I I think that was intentional because they're showing you two sides of the same family. They're showing you and the I, darkness of this family, and that's Don Corleone. And, and his business that. part of it, and then the actual lighter family side of it. And, I, and, and they I, kept switching back and forth from dark room to bright outside wedding day. And I get that, but the problem, I'm, I'm not saying it's it's bad to do that. I'm saying, like, tone it down a little bit, because it was like the angels were descending from heaven with how bright and open their iris was. Well, yeah, it was a wedding. Everybody, it's a it's a special I occasion. Think you're, I think that's hyperbole. I don't think it was as bad as you're trying to describe no. it. I, I, I agree I, with I, I just I noticed it, and it was just like... I don't know. It's just technically I didn't like that part of the movie. Um, the storyline I thought was bleh. For most of it, it dragged. That is yes. where I definitely yes. will agree because one of my initial thoughts was, holy F, three hours. <laughs> and, right. and it then, felt and then, and so much in. like three hours. <laughs> Freaking 30 minutes in. Nothing still had happened by that point. I was... And I and, uh, and, yeah. and you all know I'm... I will give the movie a benefit of the doubt if they're establishing characters and building backstories, but a lot of it was just showing these minute details that really, like we didn't need an hour of a wedding. Was it like a Game of Thrones book where they go into side details that like? No, because a lot of it, there there were parts of no dialogue they were introducing characters and they were doing that well uh, to establish who's who and what their role within the organization is. But a lot of... 
I had a problem with all the moving parts. All of the characters. There was... There, yeah, far too many. Far too many. If you guys have seen the movie Alexander, I don't know if you've ever seen it. I'm not that. familiar with that, no. All right, there's just one scene where he's introducing, like, 12 of his different generals, all, like, within a matter of 40 seconds. Oh, that's, what this, that's what this felt like to me. This is Colonel Crunch. This is Captain <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know if I necessarily agree with that uh, either because, obviously, they're, this, they're introducing you to the head of an organized crime family. There are a lot of moving parts, but they don't do it in a way that's distracting or a way that is disorganized they they give you all the names and all the people and all of their roles in a way that you can understand yes uh, Matt you look like you have a rebuttal well I I kind of agree with Aaron I also disagree with Aaron I disagree with Aaron because Aaron agreed with you guys that it was too long I don't feel that it was and I'm usually the first one to be like three hours uh uh-uh, uh I'm out um, no, no 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 I I like I said I will watch a three hour movie if it justifies it as being three hours this i don't think did it but it did though because like what what would you cut out what would you cut out of the movie the wedding but no, you not need the that. wedding the wedding i'd cut it down yes there there's nothing that you would necessarily need to cut out but there are so many things that could be significantly shorter but yes. watching i feel like it's i'm okay with it being three hours and i'm okay with it like linger like johnny has a problem with the whole wedding because it went on for like 10, 15 minutes. Um, 30 minutes. Well, whatever. Too long. Uh, Trust me. I, I, but, looked, I looked at the timestamp. Okay, I didn't because <laughs> I was just too enthralled with the movie because I love watching these characters interact with each other and like just going about their day and doing stuff that normal people do and then it's no, like, no, 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 no. Don't. No, that's where I have a problem with the characters is that these are not things that normal people do. These aren't... Well, they, they made it very hard the, for you to even care about any yeah, of these they, characters. Yeah, they were very unrelatable. Um... Can I just say, back to a point where you said they, they were introducing all these characters in, in a good way and you could understand who was who and what their job was, all this stuff. I just, I lost it when they're all Italian. They all look alike. They all have Wow. No, 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 no. It, they, they were <laughs> too no, but, similar. No, 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 no. But it was, you're always saying there's a right way and a wrong way to have exposition. This was the right way. This was yes. this was uh Michael explaining to his girlfriend at the time, whatever she And I get I that. I get that. Who's who and what their role is in a very clear way. I thought they did it the right way. I no, 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 I'm not arguing with that. It's just trying to I can't, like if I miss somebody's name. If I li- missed who Luca Braza was, I could see who he was because he was 2 feet taller than everyone else. But the rest of them just blended in too much. And I just, it was just tough. Like with Brazzini or Barzini, I have no idea who he is. One of the heads. Okay, well, <laughs> never mind. I think maybe that's an issue with you. Maybe. It, it, <laughs> I, I, I admit, though, I, I was kind of suffering from the same thing. I, I knew. Um, it must run in the family. I knew a well, couple knew. of the other, you know, head, heads of the families, but I couldn't name everyone. Like this Jack Waltz, no idea who that is right now. That's the uh, producer. No, the Waltz was the producer of the movie that they no, had no. to. Oh, yeah. The, he's the horse head yeah. guy. Oh, yeah. 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 Okay. So yeah, we we saw him for what first part of the movie. Never saw him again. I didn't remember. Well, remember yeah, his name. There's the producer guy. But, you know, but like Salazzo, I don't remember who that was. That was oh gosh, guys. Salazzo <laughs> was the. <laughs> Here's Salazzo the guy trying to the... get the family into the drug business. Yeah. And they refused him, which started the entire oh, okay. thing. Yeah. Right. So, Salazzo really was the driver. <laughs> no. I, I get that. I just I'm, I see where you're coming from though. It was all I'm a trying lot. To say. I understand. There a are a lot, lot of characters names, and they're throwing a lot stuff of characters and like I, aside from Luco and like Al Pacino and Don Corleone, like they look too much alike. And that that just I feel like the way that it was casted. I, I think I think one thing is what it was is that you had a lot of characters and yes they expected you to know them and they they told you specifically who they were but they didn't make the characters memorable they didn't stick out in your head I you agree. remember Marlon I agree Brando. they did that with a few of them yes, yes. exactly you but most of them were not developed enough to care about or to remember or to I that's the disagree. point I'm trying to make but anyway go on Matt what were you going to say um I think everybody in this movie was relatable like sure I'm not in a crime syndicate so like that aspect of it like is a little outside um, my area of expertise, but just as people, they're a hundred percent relatable. You get to you start off with this wedding and everybody's happy, and then as the movie progresses, this family gets like dragged down lower and lower into this dark place, and that's relatable for anybody. Maybe the circumstances aren't the same, but I but want to point out most of that being dragged down into the dark place is 
because of their own choices. Well, yeah, but that's it's it's a study of the human condition almost, and I like to me that's relatable. I see. I, I think, think that's giving it a little bit too much right, credit. Right. I, I can see where you're coming from with that, but I think it's giving it too much credit. It's a study. The only the only higher like study of a human condition. I don't know about that. It, it's a study of power and how different members of the same family handled that power. But I don't. So many of them were just, in my opinion, I didn't care about them. Okay. Like the sister. And we're going to get into spoilers. Which so I don't was what was her name? <laughs> Sister Corleone? I don't yeah. know. Adrian from Rocky. That's who that was. Her name was Connie, I believe. Yeah, it was Connie. Okay, see? I don't know. Which is kind of a funny name. I bet she like mugs people and cons people. Mm. Stop it. <laughs> Boom. One point for Mike. Uh, okay, so seriously, Michael, get 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 the cricket. No, that yet. was good. <laughs> that was not. That was good. No. Okay. Storyline. <laughs> Storyline. We, we touch on the characters. What about the storyline? A quick question for you guys, actually, real yes. quick. When in the story, when they when he goes to um, Sicily, was there supposed to be subtitles there? Because mine never had subtitles. No. Okay, there were parts where it was it did. Okay, I I was just because I never but, got anything. But I was, you don't you don't really need. That. I didn't need. Like, that. I think I could, that was it was meant to not have subtitles I, yeah. so that you and get. <laughs> I just wasn't sure if like something was wrong with my disc or no, what. No, but okay, no, because um, yeah. they. You don't get the story through dialogue when he's in exile. Yeah, and you, I, it's all through like their interactions and facial expressions, and that's how they're telling the story, which I love. Also, I, I will admit I did like that. It, it, it I, I also it was that unique. was one point I was going to bring up is that I like the choice not to in a lot of the scenes not to include yeah, uh, because the subtitles, even when he is talking to um, Salazzo. Yeah, what's the. Uh, Captain the, the captain Captain McCluskey was there right. and didn't speak Italian, so the two of them were speaking Italian back and forth. And they, you don't get any subtitles, but you know exactly what's going on during that conversation. And I think that choice to leave the subtitles out helped that part of the movie. Actually, I was kind of lost at that part because I couldn't tell if they were talking about the cop, well, the which thing, I think they were, but I wasn't 100% sure. You don't really have to know what they're talking about. And that's, that's, yeah, that's, that's one thing point. I did like yeah. about it. You didn't have to know what they were talking about. You kind of could figure out what they were talking about just because his demeanor didn't change and he still executed his plan. Yeah, yeah, and that's what I was going to say too. It, it didn't matter what they said which i gotta say that was probably my favorite scene in the movie was when they're at that italian restaurant and he goes into the bathroom and gets the gun and then he you almost think that he's not gonna go through with it because yeah. when he walks out of the bathroom you don't see the gun that was that was the one part of the movie where i was on the like the tip of my seat just like well what's gonna happen if there is a standout scene it's that one that's the the problem with a three-hour movie is that this did not have very many of those memorable scenes okay so let's go back to the story uh, I think it could have been split into two movies, make them each about two hours, and go a little. Like, because I think the, the reason the, why the it wasn't should have been just one movie. Yeah, you I know could, what I mean. I could see that, but I think the reason why it wasn't was because it was based off of one story, one novel, and that's okay. what this entire movie was based off of. And that that makes sense because you know when you get into a writing and a, a novel, you can go into much more detail, and you can have it be eight hundred pages and people will still read it because you watch books. a movie in a few <laughs> hours you read a book over a matter of days months weeks whatever yeah i said that backwards I, I, and I don't, I don't know aaron i think that there i'm bringing it back a little bit um rewind Dope. but i think there were <laughs> thanks johnny <laughs> i think there were uh, plenty of memorable scenes um not just that one there's the scene in the hospital which is fantastic um, the scene where Sonny gets killed um, at the at the that, toll booth. I want to bring that up. That is one of the points where having a better understanding of a character would have helped because at that point, I did not care if he died. I felt nothing for him. At that point, I was like, okay, well, Michael's taking over now. Good, he's gone. Get Sonny out of there. It uh, was not an emotional scene. It was not a powerful scene. Can I, I disagree? I, honestly, when, he, when Sonny did die, the only thing I really thought to myself was like, oh, well, who's gonna kick uh his sister's husband's butt now thank you for the censorship i stopped myself <laughs> almost didn't um also i just want to point out that people died well they died a lot in this movie but they died in uh silly fashion like <laughs> by getting shot no, no. but some, the way it was executed <laughs> yeah, yeah, on yeah. screen yeah. was almost comical a lot of the time because like he got 
blasted I was thinking. with like 50 bullets. <laughs> and he was like, he was like on Tropic fell. Thunder. <laughs> when he's getting riddled with bullets, I, I thought of that scene. And then all I thought was, survive. <laughs> <laughs> well, you could probably chalk that up to it being 1972. And yes, but, I get that. Well, But even... But it, again, it's just one more element that makes it very hard to feel any connection to what's going on. Yeah, but even when that memorable memorable scene when they're in the the restaurant, he gets shot in the neck, and then he gets shot in the head, and then he, he still continues to like grasp at his neck, and then he's like, Ugh, and falls down. You you mentioned that in another movie we watched. I think you don't understand. It's not like a video game instant kill when you're shot in the head. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's like there a, are people that have survived gunshot wounds to the head. Man, headshots to the gun. Headshots headshots yeah, to like the you gun. said in the last part. <laughs> headshots to the gun. I mean, I've never murdered anybody in the head. Maybe I should try it. See what what it's like. Uh. <laughs> Cricket track. Yep. Oh, Cricket track. Well, you know that one I kind of expected <laughs> or something. I got an uh. Anyway, probably something you should not say on air. Not like he's actually gonna <laughs> <laughs> follow through. <laughs> what else? Um, but yeah, okay, so yeah, uh, going back to uh, feeling things about the characters, like I felt very sad uh, both when Marlon Brando got shot and when he eventually ended up dying later in the film because of an illness. That scene was the only time I felt bad because Marlon Brando was a character. He was one of the only ones that actually showed emotion showed how he cared for his family he was the only one that had that he, he enough personality to felt multi-dimensional yes exactly that you could split family and work and he portrayed both of them well enough that you cared about it yeah but i mean he also has the age and experience like sunny and michael are young and hot-headed so it, it makes sense that they would michael, react the way no, no, they no, do sunny's young and hot-headed michael's uh emotionless not much of it I thought this I don't know if Al Pacino deserved anything for this movie he just this was not one of his better performances in my opinion it it seemed like there was a a point where he turned like he was good at the beginning and then his uh, father gets shot and then he just turns and he's just bad I understand that's what this movie is about. Uh, Yeah, you'd see no struggle. It's just like flip switch on. Now he's uh, that's exactly it. And so, like, I think if if it would have been a more gradual kind you, of you kind of wanted transition. to see a little bit of character progression, yes. it, and it, yes. you just didn't get that in the movie because he he's saying like, oh, it's not how it's going to be. We're going to be good guys, this and that, and then it's just like, nope, we're murdering people. I'm, I'm just a better murderer than my dad and brother. Well, <laughs> so and that's he, all it is. Well, and Michael doesn't even. Uh, it is kind of a struggle because he he doesn't just automatically take over. Because once when Marlon Brando gets shot, uh, Sonny assumes control because um, Michael's not in it though. Right, Michael's not involved. He he volunteers to kill somebody and go to Italy. Yeah, but there's no. The only instance of struggle you see is when he gets the gun in the bathroom. That's it. You, it there's no progression from college grad war hero like we're told to running the family. There's there really it's like I said you just flip a switch and it happens. Yeah, that's that's my thoughts too, personally. Um, other characters though, like uh, Tom Hagen, is that his name? Yes, I really liked his character. He was yes. fantastic. I didn't know who that was. I know you. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching with you. Yeah, Robert. I brought Duvall, up Robert right? Duvall, and Michael did not know that was him. Nope. I thought honestly, I still think it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's a uh, Will Patton <laughs> from Armageddon. You know, it no. looks like him, doesn't it? Not really. A little bit. Nobody. Right. So why did you like the character? Because that was one of the only ones that seemed conflicted. He was essentially a businessman, a lawyer, being brought into all the dirty work. And he's the only one that, after uh, Marlon Brando is shot, he's the only one that thinks level-headedly and what? trying to prevent this gang war that's going on. And you say he he was brought into all of this. I honestly think like Don Corleone cuz he was he was like he was raised a brother. He was essentially adopted. He was yeah, he was an adopted. So yeah. I'm sure that they were like, "Hey, would you want to go to law school and be a lawyer for us?" Yeah, exactly. He's their he's their he's the tool to handle all their legal proceedings to well, make sure they're staying yeah. beyond the reach he, of the he law. He also had a he also had a position in the family as the what was it, I think the consigliere 
something like Co- that. He's like a head top consultant. Yeah, basically, yeah. he's the only person in the family that's supposed to be um, allowed to actually outright argue with the Don. Therefore, he's going to have that level-headed thing. And, and that's thinking. why I liked about it, because he had a certain distance from the family and what was going on that the others didn't have. Mm-hmm. So he saw a lot more struggle with what the result of their decisions were. I think I think he showed more emotion and more struggle with what was going on than Michael did and probably should have. I can, I'll agree with that. Not me. Not you, Michael. Michael, right. the godfather. Alpha Chino. <laughs> uh, Matt, did you have something to say? Uh, no, I was just groaning <laughs> at your jokes. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> so but let's go back to the story because I, I think we kind of sidetracked from the story. How do it you doesn't happen normally, does it? No. Or sidetracks? Yeah. No, no, no we, never. we never get yeah, sidetracked. We, like, never do that. Yeah, never. Um, how do you think the story could have been improved? Matt, do you think the story could have been improved? I honestly don't think so, and it might just be me, but I think everything about this movie is executed perfectly. I think... Oh, okay. Uh, you know what? I will stop you there. <laughs> <laughs> everything was executed perfectly? Everything. Even the fight scene where he is... Punching him from six feet away? <laughs> okay. <laughs> and clearly whips. Cause Pulling I, his punches like Rocky style well, from a foot and a half away. I looked over at Aaron and was like, I actually... You see that? Yeah, it's probably I, not a scene I, you should I, have I rewind that and watch it again. <laughs> I, I, I actually had to do a double take because I was like, wait a minute, did that just happen? And yeah. I had to like rewind it a little bit. And like, oh, yeah, it did. whiffed by like a foot <laughs> and a half. And it was just like... Ugh. All right, so aside from that... Okay. <laughs> that that one little two second thing in the movie, everything else, I feel was executed perfectly. I liked all of the characters. I liked the story. We've already touched on the fact that from a technical standpoint, this movie's flawless. Um, oh, wait, oh, that, that oh, was wait, a point wait, of wait. debate. Wait, when did yeah. you? When did we agree upon this? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you agreed on it. I had decreed it yeah. <laughs> last week. <laughs> clack clack clack. <laughs> Star Wars nine point five. Yeah. <laughs> Johnny, uh, Don has spoken. We can't <laughs> disagree. Yeah. Yes, sir. Johnny, what were you, you going to say? I, I got to admit, the only, the biggest part of the, not the only part, the biggest part of the movie I didn't like was the Sicily scene. Just the entire Sicily story arc. He goes there, he he basically falls in love at first sight with some Sicilian chick who he doesn't know. We have some... Honestly, though, that's, I mean, not how it went, but uh, I, brushing up on my romance, uh, in the 1940s up through about the 60s, they got married to leave the house. I I, I think you're uh, you, uh, maybe let Johnny finish. I think his point is that they just kind of threw this yeah 20 well, minute okay. scene it together. Just, and it just, just it just comes together out of nowhere. It happens and then it just ends abruptly. And then the next time he sees what well, uh, what was her name Kay, Kay Adams. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're like, just, hey, yeah. it's been a year. <laughs> yeah, it's been God knows how long. Um. Want, want to get together? Yeah, get even even oh. uh, my wife turned to me and asked why his Sicilian wife had to die. Yeah. And the only answer I had was so that Diane Keaton can stay in the movies. Yeah. <laughs> Story progression. Exactly. Story progression. Um, and wasn't it... I thought it was weird. Like, he had to... Isn't the first thing they say to him when he's in Italy? Your enemies know where you are. And so he's like, oh, great. I'll get married instead of trying to hide better. You know what I mean? And then it's like... Okay. The the well, I I actually didn't mind that scene. I mind the the thing I did not like about it was the abrupt ending and jumping to a year later. Yeah, because yeah. that was a major part of Michael's yeah. transformation into being the Godfather. Yeah. Why did they not show that? They just cut to a year and a half later. Oh, actually, he's I, an angry guy now. I think probably his final transformation was when he's at the baptism. Yeah. Yeah. When he's having people murdered. That's when I'm that, saying that's when, when he's decides. executing, but yeah. he did that, but internally, I think is what Aaron's getting. Exactly. At. We need to see that struggle because of his family's involvement with all of these other gang families. The woman he falls in love with in Italy dies. That's what ultimately ropes him into the back into the family. And back to that scene, the baptism scene. I think that was. Probably yep. second favorite scene in the movie. No, well, that's that's the best executed well, scene in my opinion. I I think it's 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 probably my favorite scene. I don't know if it's best executed. You could argue either way, but it it does all these cut scenes. You see him like all of them preparing, and then you see him cut to him like pouring the water on the baby's head, and it's like he's such a nice good guy. Just kidding, everyone's dying. That scene was you're talking about perfection. In my opinion, that was perfection. The way 
they're cutting from one death to another as he's proclaiming that he he's denouncing the devil <laughs> yep, he and sin. The devil and and it's like, that. come on, this is perfect. Yeah, yeah. It, it really highlights. I think I think it was Matt that was pointing that out earlier. The two sidedness of the family. Or was that you, Aaron? I, I think know. all what of us guess? touched on it a little bit. Yeah, I think we it, it really hi- it, that's the part where it really solidifies that in my opinion. Two sidedness yeah. of everything. You, know, you it, have to have that. Something else I wanted to uh, briefly mention. Uh, I, I said I love the cinematography. There were so many parts where he would do like a, a tracking shot. He did this with Tom Hagen's character towards the end of the movie, um, where he was like looking back at the camera, and then he walked through a door. And then he was on the inside of a building and he was looking through the glass and it was still in focus, but you were shooting through glass and it was like lit perfectly. So uh, it was just beautiful cinematography. I think there was a part where he was coming down an elevator and the dude's head was in these triangles each time. Yeah, the the elevator cage, the cage door. Mm -hmm. And it was just like going through. It was even the even the opening scene when you have a close up of the guy uh, request oh, giving a request the, the, the don zoom and they out. just zoom out slowly throughout this entire speech and then you just see you see uh, Marlon Brando's character just kind of wave his hand authoritatively yeah. it's like that's that just establishes his power without him saying a word without even showing who he is yeah I thought the cinematography was a strong point yeah very very strong and I looked and s- to see what else they had done and it, it just looked like the other Godfathers. It didn't seem like this was uh, uh, a lot of other cinematography. Like it wasn't a, a well-known cinematographer. Like the well, dude maybe that had because 11. it was in the seventies and, and very and well could have been. You haven't seen or maybe even heard of some of what he did. <laughs> and very that's, that could very well be it. You don't but even know who Robert Duvall or Al Pacino is. <laughs> <laughs> How would you know what the cinematographer did? Right. Okay. <laughs> um, one other thing that I really really liked about this music was the score. The, about the. <laughs> Okay. You, you, liked the music you said you liked the, the movie. <laughs> the one thing I liked about the movie is the music. Um, I think the the this the opening little I can't even do it because trumpet. Yeah, that or little, whatever it was. Yeah, uh, trumpet, right? at the at the opening opening title. That's such a recurring theme. Like any time um, that somebody any stop it. <laughs> I was trying to keep going, and you're just too. <laughs> I, Go on. All right. We're that? done. Let's just end it. Um, I don't even remember what I was saying now. Music. Oh, right. The score. The uh, every time that little trumpet uh thing started, like uh, at the very beginning of the movie, that uh occurs multiple times whenever like a major character dies, and I thought that was a really good way to tie everything in, um, like the way that the music helps tell the story. I really liked that. I'll be honest. I didn't even notice the music whatsoever I did at times because it was so good there were times where you they trying to build tension they had this kind of kind of like that uh, inception horn noise but it was so subtle it wasn't like in your face like inception was trying to build that <laughs> tension I liked that the, the parts you're talking about I honestly did not like really because it seemed like for the first hour and a half of the movie they were just like put the sound on repeat and it just kind of drowned out is I just didn't like it for some reason I was honestly I'm gonna agree with Aaron I, I wasn't a big fan of most of the audio in this movie on if it wasn't if I think it was maybe just the technical aspect of it the fact that I had to keep turning my volume up and down at parts it just it felt like some parts were really loud some parts were really weak there were also a few parts where it seemed like it had been dubbed over did anyone else notice yeah. these well like, we're like like, I, that might have just been the transfer. Like, okay. this is a 70s movie. True Putting that. it onto DVD or Blu-ray or yeah. whatever, the audio transfer might have been a little off in some parts. I did notice that, but that's that's not... I was going to ask mid-movie, and I was like, yeah, whatever. It's three hours <laughs> long. I'm sure it's going to happen again. So I wasn't worried about it. I this. honestly think some of the best scenes were where the music wasn't there or was almost non-existent. Like, the scene where... I don't remember the big fat guy they sent him out to kill. Uh, oh, yep, I can't remember his name Luca? right now either. Yeah, Luca. Thank you. Raza. No, 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 no. They not Luca. They sent. Oh, they, they sent the big fat guy. Right? Oh, when they were driving around New yes, York. Yes, and they drove yeah. into the like the outskirts of New York into the country, and it just shows the car in the distance, and the guy is taking a pee break, and then you just oh, see yeah, it, that the gun guy. from the back seat blow the guy's head. Yeah, <laughs> that was that was a good one. That was a good scene. Okay. Um, and fun fact, he ad libbed. Uh, get the cannoli. Yeah. That was not in the script. <laughs> okay. Leave the gun. Take the cannoli. 
I, I was thinking about that. Ideally, if he knew he was going to get shot, why would he stand in the front of the car? Because that's where the bullets were going to go. Why wouldn't he be smart and walk to, like, the side of the car? He was, I don't think he was it, it was a side. It was a side it, yeah. shot. He was probably <laughs> off, you know, to well, the side. Well, but still, even if the dude... You see, Mike, when things are shot from the side, it looks like they're standing in front of it when even they might not be. Even if the dude... I'm saying... Like, when they shot Lord of the Rings and Gandalf <sighs> was actually, like, 10 feet away from Frodo? I'm saying when you drive around, a golf ball, you don't stand downrange no matter what. The dude could have moved and he would have been like... Straight ahead, straight ahead. Oh, he moved to the left. Dead. And now Castellano's got a hole in his back. Hashtag Don Vito style. No? Aww. Just a thought. I didn't. I guess I didn't even. I was just watching the movie. Okay. Then he was yeah. like, You're, that. You just have more gun safety than we do. Right. Which is why if you get shot in yeah. the head, <laughs> you should immediately die, I thought. I, I will kind of agree with you on that one. Right? <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I found those deaths to be. Yeah. Yeah, it's just it's just I liked all of them. Side question. Yeah. What's a cannoli? It's, uh, it's food. a pastry filled with uh like a, a cream. Oh, actually. So yeah, it's a it's a it's food. Like a donut. Oh, okay. So, that's the and more section of the <laughs> culinary lesson today. We don't know what a scallion is, but we are sure <laughs> that that's what a cannoli is. <laughs> <laughs> Anything Mike, else? Mike's gonna Google it. <laughs> um, We're pretty sure it's an onion. We don't know with any certainty. <laughs> uh, so it is. A, it's an onion. The green. I onion. say, yeah. I'm pretty sure I've been sent to the store for that by my wife. <laughs> the uh, I feel like this movie ended wonderfully, um, both from a cinematography standpoint and from a storytelling standpoint. Um. Mike is gloating over here because apparently rap scallion is a word. <laughs> and it's a mischievous person, like I said earlier. Almost like a vagabond. Yes. Exactly Anyways, uh, vagabond. I agree with the ending of the movie. Uh, I think where you were headed is that it wrapped up both the story and the character well. Yes. I didn't like the progression of Michael. I liked the way it ended. I liked the fact that every enemy of the family was killed and his wife asked him like if it was him and he looks her straight in well, the face and what what she was asking about was because he had Connie's husband killed. Yes. Um, well and then but Connie like during her little rant was saying you had my husband killed look at the paper all five of them are dead that's what your husband does hmm. and she asked him was it you and he looks her straight in the face and says no which I thought was the greatest way to yeah he's like this one time I'll let you ask me about my business she's like is it true nah no and, that, and then she again, just buys it. She's that like, okay. again shows the difference between family and business. And and that that dichotomy or duality or whatever word you want to use, it's a D word, I don't know, is present throughout the entire film. Um, like the, the whole business and family, uh, like when Marlon Brando is out buying oranges and then he gets shot. <laughs> That's... He's he's doing like just regular family stuff, but then the business always kind of creeps into it, and I love that that's throughout the entire movie. They can't separate the two as much as they try to. Yeah, that is a good underlying story tone. It's a good thing that you know to take away from the movie. I thought, well, not, I guess take away, but it, it's an interesting sub. I don't even know how to say this. It's there. Okay, <laughs> it is there. <laughs> See, I think. I wish the story would have wrapped up either a sooner or just in a different manner. The, well, the idea, the story itself is fantastic. There are plenty of times during the movie where I thought it wasn't executed well or we didn't see enough of a character or didn't have the development of a character. You just don't like the way you get to the end of the story. Like, right. The story's good. You just don't like how you get Well, even there. the parts I don't like, I just don't like how they did it like I said some of the characters you just didn't get enough backstory you didn't get enough development of the character themselves and then it's just kind of a blah oh they got killed okay okay uh, I, I was gonna say I could see maybe in the book if you were reading it there was probably a lot more um, background context input that they just couldn't give you without having well they had three hours to do it we true. got plenty of screen time with Al Pacino but no development in my opinion that's true that's okay. true okay uh, anything else you guys want to add before we rate it? I think we're about at that point. Uh, no. This movie really made me want pizza. Oh, all, okay. I could, all I could think was Godfather's they didn't pizza. Even, they didn't even time. eat pizza at all in that movie. Godfather's no. pizza. But they are, but they are Italian. That's they are where Italian. The, the pizza pizza comes from. I had a guy uh, once. I met 
uh, playing some PlayStation, and, <laughs> <laughs> and he didn't know how to spell pizza. <laughs> he spelled it P-I-Z-Z-I-A, and just one Pizia. day he was like, "Dude, I've been spelling pizza wrong my entire life." <laughs> and then some stranger says, "Wait, you've been spelling pizza?" <laughs> it was the funniest thing ever. Anyway, okay, so who wants to uh, start rating it? Let's uh, let's let McNeil go last. Maybe we'll end oh, on a high okay. note. Yeah. Okay. I I agree with that. You know, I I will go first. Uh, I'll stick my neck out. Um, seven point seven five, and that's it's not the worst score in the world. Um, it's not the greatest. I think I have, you know, it's Monday's episode. Uh, straight out of Compton, I rated higher. Shawshank, I rated higher. Um, you know, and I I think it's it's good it's worth a watch eventually but do you have to go see it tomorrow no that's that's my thoughts johnny <sighs> like this movie is I, a classic you're right it's it's a classic and i think that actually hurts it because it's so blown up it's so everyone talks about how great it is it's given a 99% by freaking critics on uh Rotten Tomatoes and everything. Rightfully just, so. Well, no, it, it was given I, a 9.2. 99% of them rated it fresh, certified uh, yeah, fresh. Which whatever. is above average. And, yeah, I would put that in that category. It's a, it's oh, a okay. very well I, I above, average. above average. Okay, I, I guess I don't know how Rotten Tomatoes works. Yeah. But, uh, so, <laughs> I, I think for the actual rating of it, I'd give it a 6.5. Wow, that's a lot lower than I expected anybody to get I, this movie. I just huh? couldn't get into this movie. You I are the 1%. There was just not a lot in this movie for me. I don't feel like it aged very well. There was a lot of scenes I thought were unnecessary, and especially the audio and camera work I didn't like. The lighting was good. The lighting was perfect, and the story you didn't was like the interesting, work? but I didn't like the camera work. Oh. Huh. You're weird. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I was like, that's like a few, one of the few redeeming qualities from this movie was like, I love the camera work. Like, okay. Like, fair, if, this, if this was a book, I think I would love the heck the out of it. Camera work in the book. Yeah, I would love the <laughs> camera work in the book. No, I mean, like I said, if this if this story was in a book, if I read the novel, which I actually might go do now, I think I'm gonna love the novel. But I don't like this as a movie. It just doesn't okay. feel right. Okay, Aaron, what about you? I agree that this is a lot of overhyped love fest for this movie. It seems like it because of the nostalgia of it basically started the the trilogy started how many great careers got off the ground because of these movies like al pacino this was a, a career maker robert de niro in the second was a career maker um, you've got so many big names i think that's part of the love for this movie i think it's overrated I, this falls into the same category as kind of like the imitation game where yes it's technically beautiful uh I guess entertainment wise it's very low on that scale it's three <laughs> hours of i mean it just seemed to drag and it felt every bit of three hours yeah i love the story i am big on characters i don't think they developed many or any of the characters at all the way they should have i give this a seven seven okay. out of ten well that's that's higher than i i thought or that's lower than i thought it'd be actually matt what about you i, I that's also lower than i thought it would be i figured if anybody was gonna uh rate it as almost as high as I am about to, I figured it would be Aaron. Maybe The Godfather too, maybe, but okay. probably not as high as you're about to rate this. Yeah. But <laughs> I would rate it higher for sure. The Godfather right. two, in my opinion, is a better movie. That uh, guy's a great. So pilot. there, there are a very few, a very a small list of movies, very few movies that I would say are perfect movies that I would absolutely give a ten out of ten. This is one of them. So I'm giving this movie a perfect 10 because I feel like this movie is perfect. It's long, but it's it keeps me interested. I didn't I there's no point in this movie where I was like, "Uh, make it end." But I this movie, um The Godfather 2 and Citizen Kane are all on that short list of oh. movies that I feel are perfect. See, people always yeah, bring Citizen up Kane Citizen Kane sucked. It <laughs> does. It did not age well it is the reason citizen kane and i hate that to sounds s- like another review i just i, I just want to briefly because right. because we're on the subject the reason citizen kane is such a, a highly touted movie is because of what it did for cinema it it pushed all of these 
like cinematography from Citizen Kane was amazing at the time. It didn't age well. There's a jump cut well, in the middle of the movie, and no one acknowledges it, and it upsets me. Let me let me clarify when I say that these are a list of movies that I think are perfect. That does not mean that these are on my list of my favorite movies. And and I get that. It's just uh, Citizen Kane. I think is overrated, and I. All of a lot of, of the critics, if they ever listen to this, are gonna be like, "What?" It's, but you know, it's it's we're sixty, seventy years later. It's not a perfect, movie. right? It redefined just, filming conventions, but as far as like a movie to watch, no. I I've watched it twice. That's it's another movie that is a work of art. Okay. To me, there has to be more to a movie, though. I understand The Godfather is a work of art, technically beautiful, great acting in instances, but there's got to be more than just, wow, this looks good. Yeah. Anyway, so that is another subject for another time, but that uh, Matt's 10 pushes it to uh, 7.8, which, you know, it's... Uh, Substantially I, lower than everybody else's <laughs> idea of the movie. This just seems like one of those movies that's propped up so high, reviewers don't want to be... The, uh, the outside one saying, oh, this movie is not as good as you think it is. That's that's the way I see it. Like, who wants to be the reviewer not giving The Godfather what everybody or, else Or is. Citizen Kane or other movies like that, or Shawshank, something like that. Yeah, there gets to be a point where movies get to be so well-known yeah. and so and overhyped that people are afraid. To the problem is, I don't have a any problem with anything that you're saying. Like, I, I get it. I understand what, exactly where you're coming from. It's just, it's not how I see the movie or like the movie. It's no, I mean? It's no Star Wars. Stop. <laughs> well, I will 100% say that Star Wars is more enjoyable than The Godfather. <laughs> Absolutely. Star Wars is my favorite movie. I will watch that great The original three? The original three and the new one. God, that was like a Four, five, six, seven, and eventually eight, and probably Rogue One. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> is, mm. I'm actually really excited for Rogue One. Rogue One looks Guys. like it's going to be sweet. <laughs> uh, so 7.8 for The Godfather. Um, I put it on a watch list. Not immediate watch list though. What about you guys? You abs if you haven't seen this movie, you absolutely have to see it. And the second one, you could probably skip part three because that one wasn't as good. May- might be a good Netflix and chill. Uh, okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. This is this is a one hundred percent watch it, give it your full attention. Hopefully I, you appreciate you it as don't much give as it a, I do. If you don't give it attention, you will be no, lost. I agree that you have I mean if you like movies this is one you have to see because of its reputation if you don't agree with it you still have seen what people are saying might be the greatest movie ever made okay um I think uh, I don't know watch number two at least you have to watch this one so you can watch number two and then then you get to see the better one okay <laughs> for sure I would put them both on equal footing <laughs> all right so next week we're gonna be bringing you guys a review of the Truman show. A uh, movie that stars uh, Jim Carrey in it. Uh, this is a pretty pretty big movie for me. I remember watching it 16, 15 years old, and it kind of like having a big effect because of what it is. Surprise, Josh is here. Yeah, so th- uh, this <laughs> is a... He's like a wizard. He just popped in. Yeah, we just kind of just popped Pop him in. onto a mic. Um, but why was this import- movie important to you? Um, just because of the, the premise of it is Jim Carrey's character is being starred in a legitimate uh, reality show that he's completely unaware of and um, just the psychological effects that can have on person was pretty kind of astounding to me. I mean, it makes you think about what you would do or how you would react in certain situations. For sure. This, yeah. this movie, uh, I don't think it was um, very well received when it first came out, um, but this movie was way ahead of its time and I think it's since gained a cult following if I'm... I think it was nominated for... Was it? I could Oscar? be 100% wrong. Um, you know, I'll, ha- I'll have to look into that. Uh, but the movie is from 1998. Uh, it's an hour and 45 minutes long. Got an 8.1 on IMDb, directed by Peter Weir and written by Andrew Nichol. Uh, as Josh said, it stars Jim Carrey. Um, I don't know if there's a whole a lot of other big names. Laura Linney, Noah Emmerich, uh, Natasha McElhone. His best friend's recognizable. I can't remember his, the actor's name. Peter Krause, maybe? Sure. I don't know, uh, but the synopsis is sure. an insurance salesman and uh, insurance salesman slash adjuster discovers his entire life is actually a TV show. I think since the movie was made, uh, there was actually like a, a not a, like a mental state where people thought they were in TV shows. Like, you know what I mean? Like, 
it it brought on this whole like psychology yeah uh field like uh, a like a, a specific syndrome was created for this exactly exactly yeah because yeah, people thought that they were on tv shows and like wow that's amazing so kind of an influential movie so pretty yeah. cool um all right i think that's about Good to wrap pick, up the Josh. show yeah thanks buddy i'm excited for this yeah. <laughs> you know matt did you hear about the star wars episode eight no. i was thinking i heard that they were gonna have more of the uh chrome stormtrooper why why what is happening uh, yeah well, phasma I, she's already the actress is already confirmed on? to be in that movie yes <laughs> so thanks for listening everybody this is nothing but real reviews and more um follow us on uh itunes uh rate comment subscribe follow us on podbean and facebook those are the most important ones also send us an email at lethargicmedia at gmail.com uh get us a, re- a movie to review we uh love to add it to our list um also tweet us if email is not your thing absolutely uh we are uh, probably mm. most active on twitter i'd say so yeah tweet at us at nothing real real spelled like r-e-e-l like a movie real clever um <laughs> johnny hit us with it tell your friends let's go but inconspicuously through the window. Lady, I'm afraid I'm going to have to ask you to leave the store. Okay, that's it. Where are you guys? I'm going home. Game over, man. Game over. What are we going to do now? What are we going to do? Good night and good luck. Thanks for listening to another episode of Nothing But Real Reviews and More. Remember to like us on Twitter and Facebook and subscribe and rate on iTunes. You still here? It's over. Go home. Go.